I'm independent. You know it. You love it. You can't live without it. Rockland World Radio. And here we are. Happy New Year. Yay, New Year. So let us see what we're going to talk about as I get my stuff in order. Do, 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 do. <sighs> it's Friday. That's all I can say. Thank God. <laughs> Starting, it didn't start, so we have to do this over again. Do, do, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, it didn't go. It didn't click on that one. Uh-huh. Okay, see, this is what happens. I get, everybody sends me emails when I don't want them to. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. Let's see. Uh, of course, the one that I didn't charge, I'm going to end up using. Do, 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 tap. This is what happens. Tap to add your description. It's time for the sassy show. See, this is how life goes. This is how, this is, this is my life, literally. Oh, there we are. It finally, hello, here we are. It finally took because I was going to complain and go on the other device. That's why you have two. All right, so now here we are. Here we are, yay. I'll start over again. So, happy new year. Sassy show is beginning in 2020. All right, so let's see what we're going to talk about so exciting so thrilling i'm afraid to even click share share with friends yes tag tag done thank you okay nope not what i wanted <laughs> this is this is my life no if it's not what i want like okay thank you well anyway there we are just don't mind me all right this is how it all begins because you know all right so i have my papers to know what we're going to talk about for today all right which is all about online technology which everybody trusts so much which is social media yes but people do trust uber and airbnb and dating apps okay so, here is some research, okay, that you will be reading in my upcoming book that I thought I'd add now as we start, um, as we start our 2020. I thought it would be a great idea to talk about dating apps and online dating sites. Why? Because so many people, unfortunately, turn to them. So here is your information. Cut. One in 25 people in the United States are sociopaths, meaning more than one narcissist or a, so or a sociopath is not just more likely, it's quite common in today's dating world, with narcissism and a lack of empathy apparently becoming more common, especially among the younger generation. Given this, it makes sense that many of us would meet more than a couple of predators in our lifetime and be victimized by them because they're good at what they do, making sure that you invest in their false mask before they choose to strike. 
Hello, that's what dating apps are. They're false masks. People write up. All right. People. All right. People write up stuff about themselves all the time. All right. <sighs> all right. Hopefully this stays live. Live. Let's stay live. And I have the. Or else I'll just have to record it and then post it later. All right. Anyway, which I don't care. So they're good at what they do. Okay. Now, predator people, this is who they look out for. The empathetic, resilient people. Those who can bounce back from abusive incidents so they continue the abuse cycle. As well as people with resources to exploit. Narcissists especially search for shiny targets. Those who are attractive, successful, and look good on their arm. Because it boosts their image. Hello? Athletes wanting to date models. Celebrities wanting to date other celebrities. Notice that trend? <laughs> That's why this is trend. If you are such a type, it is common for them to prey on you. Alright. Or if you just look good. Alright. Dating apps are full of predators, using them as hunting grounds for targets. If you live in a large metropolitan city or are more isolated or a more isolated area where dating apps are commonly used to meet people, Sally, you're likely to run in a multi, into multiple predators as well. Dating apps give them access to multiple sources of narcissistic supply, which is praise, admiration, resource, sex, and anything they think they can use for their benefit. This means they can terrorize multiple victims all within the same week. Okay. So, here we are. Here we are. No, we're not. Delete. Okay, so now I gotta do this over again. Alright, well, we'll just tap the live video. Live video. Let's see. Oh, wait. I have to redo this crap again because, you know. This is what happens as I am in the middle of talking about this. <laughs> why, why, why? Okay, here we are. Maybe this. Okay, I had to just start over again. So yes, the sassy show, beginning again. Dun 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 dun. All right, so we'll start over. I got enough time. It's all right. All right, so. Here's what I'm going to talk about right off the top for 2020. For 2020, here we go. Everybody puts way too much trust in certain things. And one of them is dating sites and dating apps. Okay. So here's why you really should not be using them, which is the premise of my book and the premise of the follow-up. All right. One in 25 people in the United States are sociopaths, meaning more than one narcissistic or so-so sociopath person is not just more likely, it's quite common, especially in today's dating world with narcissism and a lack of empathy apparently becoming more common, especially among the younger generation. Right. Given this, it makes sense that many of us would meet more than a couple predators in our lifetime and be victimized by them because they're good at what they do, because they make sure that you are invested in their false mask, 
before they choose to strike. So that's like, you know, you meet scammers on online dating, you meet predators on online dating, and not just like, well, I'm saying narcissistic people. You actually meet sexual predators and pedophiles and criminals and all of the above on dating apps. Okay. So they're good at what they do. Predator, predatory people are on the lookout for empathetic, resilient people. Those who can bounce back from abusive incidents so they can continue their abusive cycle, as well as people with resources to exploit. So narcissistic people look for shiny targets. Those who are attractive, successful, and look good on their arm because it boosts their image. And I said before, when I got cut off on the live shot for Facebook, hello, that's athletes wanting to date models and other celebrities wanting to date each other because it just boosts their image. It's arm candy. That's what it's called. If you are such a type, it is common for you for them to prey on you. Dating apps are full of these hunt of predators because they use them for hunting grounds. It's easy. If you live in a large city or more isolated area where dating apps are commonly used to meet people, sadly, you're likely to run into multiple predators. Dating apps give them access to multiple sources of narcissistic supply, which is praise, admiration, resources, sex, and anything that can be used for their benefit. This means that they can terrorize multiple victims all within the same exact week. And I have interviewed people who have slept with more than one person from a dating app in a week. It was a male. You know, it was a male. And he said he went out on three dates, same week, in seven days, and slept with all three of them. And he only went out with them once. So one night stands. Okay. No one should be blamed for entering a manipulator or two on their dating journey. All right. Yep. Okay. Research shows that women who experience online dating, for example, encounter persuasive lying, financial scams, and unwanted sexual aggression. Other studies point to increasingly sexually risky behavior, which I'm going to get into. Okay. If you're dating offline, practice extreme caution. These types often misrepresent themselves and can do so online with alarming ease. So... Here's how you can figure out who predators are and who aren't. All right, ready? They have my list. Okay. They do, 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 do. Here we are. Never, they never jump in an investment with someone. Oh, wait. No, okay. Oh, that wasn't what I wanted. Where's my little thingies? Uh, manipulators, sexual aggression. If you're dancing, okay, watch out for the signs. Okay, here are the signs. Fist following the relationship quickly especially in terms of physical or emotional intimacy. You are, they, fl- they flatter you left and right. It's so excessive. It's like sickening, okay? Um, to, they, that, they do that on purpose, though, because they want to disarm you and not make you so ju- um, defensive, as well as entitled demands or constant contact. So now, so you should never jump into an investment with someone you barely know and heed any right flags, you see in the process. It's a pattern many long-term singles are familiar with, with other complaints about the app-based dating experience ranging from lack of matches to too many matches to misleading profiles to safety concerns to racist and unwanted racist comments, unwanted sexual 
you know, advances and all that kind of stuff. Not to mention a host of digital behaviors so confusing, we have to make up new words for them. So there are new things out there in the dating world. We all know what ghosting is. So if you don't know what ghosting is, I'll explain it later. But all right, so now the new one that, that's out there is called pigging. P-I-G-G-I-N-G. Pigging is a game that some guys apparently play when they are trying to hook up with the least attractive girl that can, they can dupe on a night out. That's disgusting. And that's why they call it pig pigging, by the way, because it's men. And we all know the saying, men are pigs. Sorry, but that's where it's coming from. Okay. Those lucky enough not to experience it, ghosting is when someone you've been seeing suddenly cuts off all contact with you, seems to vanish off the face of the earth with no explanation, does not get back to your text messages, your emails, your phone calls, whatever. Okay, but here's what a new one is called. A new one is called orbiting, O-R-B-I-T-I-N-G. Okay, this takes ghosting one step further. Okay, the same person who ghosts you will keep watching all of your Instagram and your social media stories and your social media posts. And he will, or she will, retweet your tweets and even lead odd ha-ha comments on your photos. So they'll comment on your stuff with like, you know, stupid, odd comment. They'll, they'll look at all your social media stuff. They'll retweet stuff on Twitter, you know, right? But they will ignore your direct texts or d- direct messages. And they can do this for a long time. That's why if you have an ex, you shouldn't be following each other, number one, until you should block them at all costs because you don't need this kind of crap. All right. All right. While most, while half of the adults under the age of 35 live in the U.S. and the U.K., so this is together with the U.K. study, Right, we have tried. Okay, they've tried some form of digital dating. Okay, and it increased by eleven percent between two thousand fourteen and the start of two thousand nineteen. Now there are growing signs that many would rather not be using these methods. So under the age of thirty-five, um, a study in two thousand eighteen found that dating apps are the least preferred way for sixteen to thirty-four year old Britons to meet somebody new. So this was a study done in Britain, in England. Okay. You need, uh, this is what people don't understand too. You need a lot of swipes to get a match, a lot of matches to get a number, a lot of numbers to get a date, and a lot of dates to get a third date. So technically, so if you're just clicking yes to one person and that guy's clicking yes to you, it's for a hookup. It's not for a relationship. All right, you need a lot of swipes to get a match. Okay, trying to find a partner in this way is extremely labor-intensive and can be quite exasperating. Adding to all those working, you know, um, and you know, like like these are the apps Timber, Tinder, and Bumble. Okay, a growing body of research suggests that readers of your profile access your attentiveness and intelligence based on grammar and spelling and typos. So when I make the statement, like last time I was on, December 27th, and I tell you that grammar and spelling count on social media. Okay, so hello to Robbie Anderson of the Jets. Well, for now you're still a Jet. And to all of those athletes that don't know how to freaking spell and grammar is lost 
you really need to fix that. And to regular people too, and since this guy who I argue with us on Twitter that says, it's social media, it don't count. Uh, no honey, it counts. Because people are doing this. Two recent studies analyzed the roles played by writing in online profiles. At a university in the Netherlands, researchers contacted 800 members of a large online dating website and supplied them with fictitious profiles, both with or without language errors. Researchers then asked study participants to rate the attractiveness of the profile. Readers perceive the typographic, typographical other, errors, like, you know, when you spell the, but sometimes when we quickly type it in, you spell it T-E-H instead of T-H-E. And hello, when you have capital H-E-L and then lowercase L-L for hello, as signals of intentiveness. So they're not being attentive. And lower attentive scores made the writers seem less attractive. Spelling mistakes and grammatical errors also made the profile owners seem less intelligent. The equivalent of their use of their, T-H-E-I-R, for they are, which is T-H-E-R. Y apostrophe R-E, led readers to judge the writers as less intelligent and, once again, less attractive. Think social media has relaxed the standards towards this niceness, like the full words, rather than the letters and emojis? No. See? So you really need to make sure your social media is correct. You know, we all do shorthand. I know. I get it. But Twitter, now you can do 280 characters. You can spell correctly. Right. In a survey of 5,000 single people using a U.S. dating website, 88% of women and 75% of men ranked good use of grammar and punctuation ahead of confidence and good teeth. So there you go. Spelling and grammar count, y'all. All right, now, here's another good thing. When, while lying, in order to get a person to have sex with you is bad. Right, it's right bad. The researchers also noted the desire to impress a potential partner is particularly intense when it comes to preferences that are at the heart of establishing an intimate bond, such as attitude changes might be viewed as subtle exaggeration or as a harmless move to impress to be closer to a potential partner. So fudging truths about wanting to cuddle post-coitus, your willingness to sit through that, you know, that basketball game or whether you're actually put off by their messy apartment might just be case of wanting to leave space to forego that sexy connection you're already feeling with a, without a pesky thing, like telling them all these things, your more malleable preferences get in the way. So that's why you, you always see people lie on these sites because they don't want you to know the truth about themselves. They want you to like them. They want you to sleep with them. So why are they going to be honest? And like a fool... People fall for these people. Because you're reading a profile and you're going, Oh, that guy sounds great. He wrote it for himself. He wrote it up. He Nobody wrote his profile for him. And even if he had somebody write it for him, they're going to write him up too. After a woman told a po- the police that she was robbed at gunpoint by a man she met on an online dating site, which, by the way, is happening a lot more often, experts are weighing in on the potential deception that exists online. There are plenty of reasons why people might lie about who they are. It could be because they have dubious intentions or they are trying to make themselves seem more impressive than they think they might be in real life. 
like I've mentioned before, you have people who are fake on social media. They have their fake social media life that makes everything look hunky-dory, and then they have their real life, which is boring as hell. They don't want you to see, they don't want to seem as boring on social media, so they come up with a fake persona. That's out there. If someone shows a lot of affection before meeting in person or talking on the phone, that's a red flag. So many people, and I will tell you women more than men, get gushy when guys start, oh, you're the, you're the sexiest thing I've ever seen today. Oh my God, I love that profile picture you just posted. Oh my God, you're just so gorgeous. Oh my God, look at that. Like, all they do is gush over everything that you do. Red flag. Also, if someone comes up with excuses to keep a match from meeting them, their friends or their family in person, that could also point to a deeper deceit. Like they're married. Like they have a girlfriend. Like they don't, you know, like they're cheating on somebody. That's basically what that is. If you don't meet any of their friends, family within the first six months, yeah, problem. Uh, they oh, we also now this is somebody else that does this that recommends this as well as me. People also recommend checking criminal records if you have the person's last name. You ever notice that on dating sites, people come up with like these cute little usernames, or it's just their first name, Steph, you know, Stephanie. You know, I can call myself Steffi. No last name included. This is why. See, the online dating sites play into this. They don't want you to do that background check because they know. They already know they have bad people that don't belong on there. And I've said it before about, I don't know what the percentage was, so I'm not going to quote what I said last time, but rapists look for their next victim online dating sites. And I can tell you this, men get raped too. Not as much as women, but it does happen. Okay. All right. All that can be done. And some dating sites and apps have the option to put the last name. No, they don't. You do not have an option to put the last name. What you can do is take their profile picture, put it in, go look for it on Google Images. Because Google Images basically has everything. So, I mean, if they give you the first name and it's Mike, you're not going to find it. But you can find their profile picture. And you can look for them. You can ask them for, oh, what social media sites are you on? Are you on Facebook? That's always the best one to do. And you can find them on Facebook. And then you got the last name, hopefully. Because some people think that they're outsmarting the algorithm by just putting their middle name. They're not. But then you have their pictures. And then you can go look on Google for them. It's not that hard. Um, okay. All of this can be done before you meet in person. When you do meet, always make sure it's in a public place where you feel comfortable. And do not go home with them. Do not go in the car with them. Do not go to a hotel room with them. This is why this is happening. Because people are so freaking stupid. Now. What's also happening because of dating sites is the up, the uphill, the up tally now for sexually transmitted diseases because condoms now are declining. People are not using them because people have lost the fear of getting HIV because nobody's talking about AIDS anymore. Remember like in the 80s and like the 90s were all about AIDS. I mean, Salt and Pepper wrote that song, Let's Talk About Sex. Remember? I mean, that's all everybody talked about was AIDS. 
you're gonna get AIDS and die. Everybody was afraid of getting AIDS. Now, nobody even cares. Nobody talks about AIDS anymore. So the young people especially are danger for this because they don't realize that. And they're also naive because they believe that if the girl's on the pill, that's going to protect them. No, you moron. That's only going to help maybe her not to get pregnant, which is another problem. But, yeah. So, hidden epidemic has left one in 25 people with sexually transmitted diseases. And I can't pronounce them, and I'm not going to try to pronounce them. So, I will just write them on a blog. Um, it's a wake-up call. And they're getting them because they're hooking up. And it's mostly Tinder's fault because that's where most people are hooking up from is Tinder and Bumble. Bumble's up there too. Um, so, uh, about 1 in 25 people globally have at least one STD. But since they seldom display the symptoms early on and people often do not know if they've been infected and need treatment, they allow the disease to continue to spread because then they sleep with somebody else and then somebody else and somebody, that's why it's up because that's all people are doing. They're not buying condoms, which you can actually buy condoms from Amazon and have them shipped to your home and nobody will know that you're buying condoms. Hello? CVS, you can probably buy online from CVS or from Rite Aid or Target. Target sells them. Walmart sells them. Buy them from there. Buy them on your computer or on your device. Have them shipped to your home. No one's going to freaking know. If you're so embarrassed to buy them. Why people are embarrassed, I don't know. But there you go. So this is what the second book is pretty much about. Is why we shouldn't really be using dating sites. Because there are so many reasons why not to. Same as Uber. I'm just going to stop. I prefer to use a licensed limousine company to drive me from point A to point B, from the airport to here, from here to there, because I already know that they have hopefully done background check on their driver. We know who is driving the car. We know his criminal record. We know that he probably doesn't have a criminal record. Let's hope to God that he doesn't. But that's basically it. And people, and they're insured, and they have insurance. But people are so quick to just, you know, oh, Uber, I'll just get the app. Or this one, I'll just do this. Or I'll just, oh, an app here, an app there, and then everybody's using them. And then, but they're not being safe while using them. And that's why there's always problems with data on social media. Why? Because people give out information on social media that they shouldn't give. I should not see your phone number on social media. On Twitter, I see people put their email there, you know, right for people to like take, take. So, unless you're a business, fine. Email's fine. Phone number for a business phone, fine. But if it's your cell number, I would never put that out there in public for people to call you. Because guess what's going to happen? Some scamming company is on Twitter. They see that they're looking for phone numbers, keywords, phone numbers, cell numbers, numbers, and tweets. They find it, they're going to get your number, and now you are going to be inundated with scams. That's what happens. Because people give too much information out. Now, this is why we have to be careful. This is why kids have to be careful. This is why you have to have a conversation with your kids. And if you think that kids aren't using dating sites, let me just let you in on a little secret. They are. Because, 
If I recall, maybe I'll say a year and a half ago, 15-year-old met some grown man on a dating site. And 15-year-olds are easy to manipulate. A lot easier than maybe a 25, 26-year-old, maybe. And then she left her home to go meet him, and then he kidnapped her. And he, she was gone for a couple months. Luckily, they found her alive, but this is what I'm saying. Same as on social media. If you don't think that a 10-year-old is on Twitter, think again. They're on, they're on Twitter. They're on Instagram. They're on, not Facebook, they're on TikTok. They're everywhere. That's why spelling and grammar should count, because you're telling, you're an athlete and a celebrity. You're telling those kids that education does not matter. That, oh, are you going to make a lot of money? Not everybody is going to make the millions of dollars that you are. Not everybody's going to be playing football. Not everybody's going to be playing baseball. Not everybody's going to be doing movies. Not everybody's going to be doing all that kind of stuff. Education matters. Spelling and grammar count. I, I don't want to hear... You can't talk right the way you talk. It doesn't... It, no. It doesn't go. Like... And sometimes, you know, I'll say the word gonna, like G-O-N-N-A. I'm gonna go to that party. Sure. But I'm not gonna write that on Twitter. I'm gonna write that I am going to that party or the party or this party, whatever. But I'm gonna write it the right way. Because people look at it. You know, and also, I want people to then hire me. You gotta look professional. At all times when you're on social media, no matter what you do. Because you're also, when you're on social media, you're not just representing yourself. You're representing who is paying you. The company. The team. You're representing your teammates. You're representing your employees. You're representing everybody when you're on social media. And that's just something to remember. So next week, I will talk to you about the Twitter bonanza with Kevin Durant and Brandon Tierney started this, but he didn't tweet. He didn't tweet him into this. So I, again, another another story of athletes that have a little too much time on their hands right now and should not be tweeting. And other basketball players. So we'll switch from football to basketball. So exciting! And I will talk about that next week because I don't have time to talk about that today. But I wanted to start. 2020 talking about why people should stay away from dating apps and why they're dangerous and why they're you're not going to meet the love of your life on a dating app in 2020 you're going to meet a predator a narcissist you're going to meet somebody who should not be on these sites and you're just going to get hurt and used that's basically all it is in 2020 it's not what you think it is what other it's not what your parents think it is i'll put it that way oh don't you want to go meet somebody? Why don't you go on one of those dating apps? No, you tell your mother or your father, whoever the relative is, no, they are dangerous as hell. So, there you go. And that concludes my first show for 2020. So, we will have an exciting year ahead. I may be on location this year. See, I'm telling you, people call me all the time when I'm on here. Alright, so, I will talk with all of you soon. And I will see you all next week, which is January 17th. And we will talk about Twitter with athletes once again. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you then. Have a good weekend.